made it to Friday. You know, earlier in the week, you might have wondered about it. But, uh, hey, the snow is coming down. It's kind of a uh, sleety snow. But, uh, yeah, we've got snow coming down here in Colville. Uh, they're going to get more of it to the south of us. Uh, they're going to get a fair amount more down in Spokane. But uh, we're going to talk about that weather forecast, and it's not going to be good for driving and traveling. So we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. Glad you could join us here on KCVL, KCRK. All week we've been talking about the potential listing of Lake Roosevelt all the way from Grand Coulee up to the Canadian border as a Superfund site. We've heard how it could happen as early as this year, if it happens at all. And of course, if they name it a Superfund site, it could really affect property values. Well, Wes McCart, our county commissioner, talked with us about well, where this pollution came from, who was responsible, and a little bit more. We'll show on the nice little priorities list as the Columbia River from Grand Coulee, the water goes all the way to the ocean, to the Canadian border and the surrounding landscape. And there really is no map. It's just on the list. I'm looking at the scope of the entire area. I have a small area, you know, some into the wedge and some on the Northport side of the river that needs cleanup. I believe Tech did some cleanup related to emissions from air emissions years and years ago. And the courts found that they were not responsible for aerial deposition of the lead. So there has been some analysis done over whether or not certain smeltering processes leave like a trace. You know, if you manufacture something and I manufacture something, we're going to manufacture it differently, right? And you could look at the product and say, oh, you manufactured that and I manufactured this and it's because, you know, maybe I left a mark on the paper or something, right? So there is some analysis that shows that some of the, the contamination is tech. Some of it's not tech, but my understanding is that science is not foolproof. It's still open to interpretation. It has not been released to the public. And with all the smelters and mines in the area, again, it's hard to tell, was this the Leroy smelter that did a lot of the aerial deposition? Was it a different smelter that was operated in that area? You also got to remember that the northern part of our county is full of different mines from different minerals. We have mining districts up in that area, one of them being a lead mining district. Well, you don't become a lead mining district unless you have high concentrations of lead. So it's really hard to pinpoint the source. And I'm not saying tech didn't create some issues because you look at the black sand beach that they voluntarily helped clean up with ecology. There's a very large chance that that black minerals that were on that beach came from tech. So there is no slag being dumped in the river anymore by the trail smelter. They have extremely high standards. You know, their standards in Canada are as high or higher than ours. And the trail smelter is adhering to those standards. This is all legacy stuff that happened years ago under the environmental standards that were there at the time. If there are areas that need to be cleaned up, are there other ways to obtain funding that would give us that cleanup right away without being put on a national priority list? 
we've asked that question and we're getting basically no answer. You know, we've talked to Congressman McMorris Rogers on this issue, as well as talked with the staff of both of our senators who go, there are other options for funding this cleanup besides putting it on the national priority list and declaring it a Superfund site. All right. That's Wes McCart, Stevens County Commissioner. He has been working a lot on this, uh, what the EPA may do and uh, trying to uh, lead to uh, a little more reasonable uh, fix than the Ecology Superfund site. So um, as things develop, we'll let you know what's happening. But uh, right now, that's the situation with Lake Roosevelt. There's a new real estate firm in Colville. Four Degrees Real Estate, based in Spokane, has opened their first branch office in Colville. The agents at Four Degrees Real Estate have the experience you need and want when it comes to selling or buying real estate in the Tri-County area, whether it's homes or land or commercial. From start to finish, Four Degrees agents advocate for their clients with professionalism and understanding. Call branch managing broker Len Brandt at 509-680-3916 to schedule a no-obligation meeting to find out the value of your home or to learn more about real estate investing. Four Degrees Real Estate, your new choice for real estate state in northeast washington all right a public hearing over in olympia tuesday there is a proposed legislation that would give convicted felons special privileges including the right to seek elected office to vote and to sit on a jury while in prison Nick Scott has the report. Republican lawmakers said House Bill 2030 is the latest in a long line of Democrat proposals that prioritize criminals over victims. Representative Greg Cheney of Battleground is ranking member on the House State Government and Tribal Relations Committee. Think about from the perspective of a victim in this. Knowing that someone on that jury panel, under this proposal, that the person on that panel is also serving a current sentence for the very same crime that you were violated for. Considering the Democrats' rejection of holding a hearing on restoring vehicular pursuit options for law enforcement, Representative Leonard Christian of Spokane Valley questioned Democrat priorities. And this one bill is beyond my understanding why they're pushing so hard to restore voting rights for somebody who is currently incarcerated. This is Representative Sam Lowe of Lake Stevens. This bill's going the wrong way of where society wants us to go. Society wants to see people who rape and murder put in prison and not given special privileges. Nick Scott, the state capitol. Happy New Year! It's Guinevere from Saunders Furniture. My goal for 2024 is to eat healthier and get better sleep. Saunders Furniture has brand new mattresses that will help me sleep better. My favorite mattress is a pillow top because they're extra fluffy. Saunders has all the different mattresses to try from fluffy to firm. You can act like Goldilocks and try out each one. For a good night's sleep, come to Saunders Furniture. Located in downtown Happy New Year from our family to yours. All right. Yesterday, I told you we were going to talk a little bit about black ice and uh, the freezing rain that is expected uh, by this afternoon and uh, for Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, probably into Wednesday next week. All throughout this uh, northeast region, we're going to have to be wary. One of the most dangerous hazards on the road this time of the year is black ice. 
when the temperatures fall below 32 degrees combined with earlier rain or snowfall, the liquid remaining on the roads refreeze and that creates a real hard to see ice. The roads with black ice may look normal or they may just look damp, especially from the driver's seat inside a car. Early morning hours when snow melt has refrozen on the surfaces overnight, black ice, it, it, it really tends to form in places that don't get a lot of sunshine. Tree-lined roots with heavy canopy, some of the less traveled roads. Some of the officials, they say the best way to spot black ice is to notice any changes in the sheen of the roadway. The black ice will tend to appear glossy, but uh, it's still near invisible. They say slow down, be safe. Road and travel officials say Keep your windshields clear of ice, snow, dirt, any form of debris. Help see the roads as clearly as you can. Now, uh, to get the snow and ice off your windshield, you might be tempted to turn on your windshield wipers. They say it might seem like it would work, but it really doesn't. In fact, if you use your windshield wipers to try and get ice off the windshield, you're going to ruin your windshield wipers. So use an ice scraper, scrape it down, scrape it good. Get your windshield really clean and clear before starting up the vehicle. Also, uh, check your tire tread, your pressure. Have your headlights on. And never use cruise control if you're driving in icy conditions. The uh, State Patrol says if a driver hits a spot of ice on the road, the best advice, do not hit the brakes. Keep your steering wheel straight, lift your foot off the accelerator completely, and keep your steering wheel fixed in the position it's in. Slowing down is going to give you more control and prevent potential damage. Well, the dangers with black ice come once a driver loses control of the vehicle and then overcorrects, and then when you're sliding over the frozen road, the car gets on black ice. The vehicle does have a tendency to swerve. If that occurs, you turn the steering wheel gently in the same direction, overcorrecting, turning the wheel in the opposite direction, that's what can cause a spin-out. Slow down. Be careful. Here for the next week, it's going to be uh, some uh, challenging driving. It's January, and time to play Restaurant Bingo. You can pick up your bingo card at the Colville Chamber of Commerce or find it in the Chewila Independent, the Statesman Examiner, or you can print it out at colvilletogether.org. 
eat in, carry out, and support our participating local restaurants in Colville, Chewila, and Kittle Falls to receive a stamp on your bingo card. Collect enough stamps and use the free space to get a bingo. Win one of four prizes in restaurant gift certificates. Sponsored by Colville Together, The Independent, Statesman Examiner, and the Colville Chamber of Commerce, the Chewila Chamber of Commerce, and the Kettle Falls Chamber of Commerce. Play bingo now through February 29th. Have fun and enjoy your delicious meals at our great local restaurants. At the last Colville City Council meeting, the mayor gave an update on a possible change coming to New Alliance Counseling. Here's more. Something that just reached me, it was from David Nielsen, who runs the New Alliance Counseling Centers. And I'm glad he reached out to me because you know where they are, right? Down not too far from the South Circle there. So they have their facility there. And already in the unit behind there, they have what's called a crisis stabilization unit, which houses seven people. I'm not sure what that is, but it's been there. And they have a chance. The county said that they're willing to sell them or transfer to them, however that works, the old public works building that is right next to them. And that way they can build that out and they can get facility there for up to, instead of seven, they can go up to 10 people. And also it would change it from a crisis stabilization unit to a residential treatment facility slash crisis stabilization unit. Now, all these terms are important because it determines who goes there. I've asked at many of the meetings I go to that talk about homeless and housing issues and all this stuff. One thing I've made clear is that anybody plans to do something in the city of Colville, I want them to inform council on it. So I talked to David and he is going to come by to our next council meeting and tell us what this involves, if it involves any different classes of people who can be housed at this unit. Those are questions we don't know yet. But it's also encouraging to notice that the state is now requiring agencies that are looking at putting out these facilities to contact key players in the local area to get their input. So I was really encouraged when I saw that, that he contacted me right away. So we should be seeing him at our next council meeting. Hey, by the way, that next council meeting coming up on Tuesday, next Tuesday, the 23rd. You know, things happen and can really affect people. Well, Mr. Sub here in Colville, they wanted to explain to the community kind of what has created the indefinite closure. They're working on things as fast as they can, but... uh, Let's find out what happened at Mr. Sub. Hey everybody, it's Elaine from Mr. Sub, and we just wanted to reach out and let everybody know that on Sunday we had a disaster with some water pipes in our attic at Mr. Sub that burst and ran for hours. And as of this moment, we have lost 80% of everything inside. We're working as hard as we can and trying to get out to all our customers by Facebook, trying to share pictures, but the further we go, the more damage there seems to be. So we are trying to provide as much information out there as we can, We want to get back up and running to our value customers. And we're just sorry for any inconvenience, but we don't need anything. Our community is great. It's going to be a while. So I just want everybody to be patient. We have good insurance. Insurance is great. Our kids still get paid for not being here. We had that in our clause. So that would protect them as well. So mine is 509-675-5083. But if you could just stay with us, we'll be as open as soon as possible and get it back out to you guys. 
Okay, I'll tell you, it's a little disruptive. A lot of people have been coming to the door, want, you know, hey, <laughs> they want their food. Um, we'll let you know when they get open again, but it's going to be a little while. More than, you know, they, they thought they could get partially open right away, and, and then the more they worked on it, the more damage they found. So they work on it as fast as they can, but that's why Mr. Sub is right now closed. Well, the city of Tacoma, the city of Lakewood, Pierce County, and the State Department of Commerce, they put in millions of dollars in 2021. They converted a hotel into an emergency homeless shelter run by the Low Income Housing Institute. Uh, it hasn't met their expectations, so now they are going to transition that building going to be in it, it was a new approach the goal was to give people a place to stay as they secure permanent affordable housing well about 100 people have worked connected with permanent housing since this began in december of 2021 but that's less than half of the number that uh, in getting all the grant money that they said they would be doing uh, City of Tacoma, they were going to end their funding of the project, but uh, they say the rate for getting people housed uh, wasn't that bad, so they're going to continue funding, but they are going to change the direction. So they say there is no silver bullet solution. Um, apparently nationally when you take someone who is chronically unhoused you give them a house you put them in a home after five years seven out of those ten people will be back on the street even though you gave them a house um Right now, there are 21 people living in this uh, multi-million dollar shelter. They say now that Tacoma has extended funding for the project, they will be making sure all the current occupants are moved into another shelter. And now they are going to uh, prepare this building to take in 40 unhoused veterans. So... No matter what you do, it is there is no easy solution. But uh, that is a project they are working on in Tacoma right now. If you're a private landowner in the Colville Valley, Vaughan Brothers Lumber, a longtime local business and employer in the area, is ready to offer competitive prices and fair market value to purchase your standing timber, logs, or timbered acreage. The experienced forestry staff at Vaughan Brothers offers free consultations and assessments of your forested land and can also assist in the Department of Natural Resource permitting process when you are ready to harvest your timber. Call the forestry staff today at 509-684-5071 or look for additional information on the web at www.vaughanbrothers.com. Congratulations go to Mark Few, He's head coach at Gonzaga. He is now the 37th men's head coach in Division I college basketball to reach 700 career wins. 
Yeah, Gonzaga got the win last night. They were able to grab their first win on the road of the season for league play, extend their winning streak over uh, the Pepperdine Waves to 47 straight wins. Final last night, Gonzaga 86, Pepperdine 61. Washington State Cougars took down the Stanford Cardinal, that down in the Bay. Uh, WSU maintained the lead. They closed out with a strong final score, 89-75. 35 points for Miles Rice, high point honors. The win last night brought the Cougars to 13-5 on the season, 4-3 in the conference. Some good wins. Saturday afternoon, WSU takes on California. The Golden Bears, they lost last night to the Huskies. Final there, 77-75. Colville plays Riverside tonight in high school basketball. 545, we'll have that on 92.1 KCRK. Saturday at 4.30, Kettle Falls Colfax in high school basketball. Again on 92.1 KCRK. Earl Adams will have the play-by-play on those. A look at today's local weather forecast brought to you by Forget Me Not, 173 South Main, home of Navajo Cowgirl Boutique, filled with Western clothing, Judy Bloom denim, uh, shoes, accessories, seasonal goods, lots of local souvenirs down there, and, of course, scrapbook and stamping supplies at Forget Me Not. Monday through Friday at 10 till 5, Saturdays 10 till 4. Snow likely to continue uh, probably till about 1 this afternoon. Uh, not a big accumulation. 25 the high today. Freezing rain likely overnight. A low of 22, but it's likely to come down as rain. Rain on Saturday, rain and freezing rain. The high temperature, 34 Saturday, 30 the low. Again, freezing rain overnight. Rain possibly mixed with snow on Sunday, a high of 36. More rain and snow Sunday night, Monday. Snow and rain Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. High temperatures going to be just above freezing, 35, 37 degrees right in there for high temperatures with overnight lows dipping down below freezing. Forgive me not, they've got a big selection of greeting cards, also helium balloons for all your occasions at 173 South Main. We do have wind this Friday morning, straight out of the north, steady at five miles an hour. The barometer is down some, still high pressure at 30.42. A little bit of snow, a little bit of sleet coming down. It's 21 degrees. That's the warmest we've been able to say for some time. 
7.33, good to have you with us this morning. It's a Friday. I'm Eric Carpenter, and this is KCVL KCRK.